0: Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for our time of ministry in the Word of God and our Bible study. Ah, uh, God is good. God is amazing. He's He's great and He's greatly to be praised. We honor Him tonight. We give him all the glory that he alone deserves. Um, And I thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, I'm excited about the Word of God, as I always am. And um, what an opportunity, what a privilege, glory to God, to be in the land of the living and to be able to gather together with the saints around the Word of God. Wherever you are tonight, wherever you are joining us from, thank you. Thank you for being here. I trust that you are enjoying the goodness of the Lord, and that you and your loved ones are doing well. We're really excited about this season. Um, It's not just Thanksgiving season around the United States but um, for us, it's a season of praise. Hallelujah. We are full of praise. We constantly have that garment of praise on, and we're excited about everything that the Lord is doing. We're truly thankful that this great King is our Father. I hope you have your uh, Bibles or devices, whatever you use in accessing the Word of God, and I hope you're ready for our uh, teaching tonight. Let's bow our heads and share a word of prayer together. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you tonight for your faithfulness and your loving kindness. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for another opportunity to be right here in your presence um, with the saints around the Word of God so that we could share together, we could learn together, we could grow together. Father, thank you. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit, for your mighty presence with us. We yield to you. Have your way. This is your service. You brought us together and you are our great teacher. So teach us the Word of God today. Feed us with manna from heaven. Open our hearts, open our eyes, enlarge our coast, grant us grace, great grace and illumination. I thank you, precious Lord. I give you all the glory and all the praise for my brothers and sisters, everyone under the sound of my voice tonight. Lord, I speak the blessing of God upon them. As we go into the word, I pray, Lord, that you grant them peace As we celebrate and we continually praise God in this season and put on our garments of praise, Lord, I pray that they would not be excluded from the supernatural blessings that flow in your presence when your people praise you. Have your way amongst us tonight. Be thou lifted up and exalted. Be thou glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much again for joining us tonight. What what a time. We have for several weeks now, months, I should say, um, been studying um this all-important subject, and glory to God, what a blessing! Guaranteed success through divine guidance. There's so much that we've learned, and um As I saw the Lord, as we begin to wind down this series of teachings, um, what's really been so strong in my heart is to do something um, that I think is extremely important. Um, We've learned so many principles um, about success and just talked about so many different things that affect success in the lives of God's God's children um, that as we wind down, I'm really um, very passionate and focused um, about um, not necessarily adding new material uh, and of course not reviewing yet. I think the time will come uh, for reviewing when we'll do that together uh, as we get ready to close out the series. Um, but something extremely important um, that I constantly um, participate in, I want to engage us in tonight, um, almost like a self-check kind of thing, um, you know, um, for our physical well-being, our physical health, all of us. Um, you know, you, I hope you, you know the, the blessings and you will esteem and prioritize the importance of having um, annual checkups or however frequently you need to have it. And I know this is age dependent. Uh, For some, it's every year. For some, it's maybe uh, every six months, depending on what's going on in their lives, in their health. Uh, For some, it's even shorter than that. It's more regular. Um, But if there isn't a crisis, there isn't an emergency, and there isn't something that... Um, um, we're dealing with physically in our health or that our doctor is working with us on and everything seems to be okay um, and we're going on um, normally. Usually we have a periodical um, um, health check-up, um, medical checkup, whatever you call it, um, when we go and we go to see our doctor and they'll check a few things, check our vital signs and uh, blood pressures and do blood, some blood work and check our heart rates, check different things, you know, weight and all of that stuff. And um, that that is really wise to do that. That is really, really wise. Um, if you are able to, I know some people don't have the privilege and the opportunity to. But if you are able to, that is, that is a great blessing. Um, sometimes we, we feel more, um, uh, it's like we're more attentive when there's something going on in our physical bodies that we think we need medical attention for, and then we're ready to, you know, um, do whatever is required. But sometimes just being um, preventive, having um, some sort of... Um, 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 ongoing um, um, routine regarding our health uh, is, is a blessing. That is really, really wise. And it's not just our health, everything else that we do. And, um, and I wanted to bring that into the area of our success as beings, as God's children, um, to discuss not um, addressing a problem that has um, arisen, Um, not trying to get out of a problem, not deal with an issue that we're dealing with or things like that, but actually doing an, a regular self-check and, um, this segment, this last segment of our series of teachings is going to be entirely focused on that. Um, what I've called the vital signs of success in our lives and the need to do a regular ongoing routine self-check, um, to ensure that all, everything that needs to be in place in our lives, to ensure that we are succeeding, all of those things are in place. And whatever is not exactly in place, we can do adjustments. Hopefully, this will not be major adjustments. This will not be something that we need a real radical um, um, approach to. But they are so important that if these foundational things and this, These vital things are not in place. Um, It it is unlikely, even if we do everything else that we've talked about, um, we're still going to struggle uh, with succeeding in life. So, our theme scriptures, glory to God for this series of teachings. Um, 2 Samuel chapter 23 and verse 5 in the New Living Translation, David said, Is it not my family God has chosen? Yes, he has made an everlasting covenant with me. His agreement is arranged and guaranteed in every detail. He will ensure my safety and my success. Hallelujah. You are chosen. I am chosen. God has made an everlasting covenant with us. His agreement is arranged and guaranteed in every detail. And God will ensure our safety and our success. Hallelujah. And of course, in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8 in the Amplified Version, the Bible says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that is written therein, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. Hallelujah. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that is written therein. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall deal wisely and have good success glory to god and then in third john and um third john and um the the very um the very uh Second verse, this is, what, um, this is what the New Testament, and I'm trying to pick this out so I don't read all of my different versions. I want to read this just from the Living Bible Version. It says, Dear friend, I am praying that all is well with you and that your body is as healthy as I know your soul is. That is really amazing. The King James says, uh, Beloved, I wish and I pray above all things, I will and I pray above all things, that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul Prosper. The New King James Version says, Beloved, I pray, That you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. But I really love, if you've been with us over the course of our studies, you know I really love the Living Bible Version. Dear friend, I am praying that all is well with you and that your body is as healthy as I know your soul is. Earlier on in my introduction tonight, I talked about the need to do uh, routine medical checks, to prioritize it in our lives, So not take that for granted. Um, let's not be so focused on having emergencies and dealing with emergencies. Um, if you are able, sometimes um, people don't have that privilege. They, they don't have the opportunity to do a regular ongoing thing. But even if you don't have that opportunity to be able to go to a doctor's office and visit the clinic um, routinely, just for um, ongoing checkups, um, um, there are a few basic things that we can do just to make sure that we are where we ought to be physically. Uh, There are a few things we can check. You can get, you know, check your blood pressure regularly. You, You don't have to pay money for that. Um, you, you can check a few other things. You may not be able to do a full uh, set of blood work and things like that, but you, you can check. You can, you know, you can check your, your physical, um, your body, your weight, your different things. There are a few things that we can do um, on an ongoing basis if, we're, if we don't have access uh, to some of the more um, expensive and more technological uh, medical checkups that, that are very helpful. But prioritize um, taking care of yourself, taking care of your body. Now, he says right then in the Living Bible, Dear friend, I am praying that all is well with you and that your body is as healthy as I know your soul is. Your body is your temple. It's the temple of the Holy Spirit. It is your temple. It is your temple, the temple that carries the vessel that carries your vision. It is the, the vessel that carries your dreams. It's, it's the horse that is going to get you from where you are to where you want to go. So you have to take care of your body. Um, and even outside of all the regular things that I talked about, I just, talk, just talked about a couple of minutes ago, just paying attention. Paying attention, regular exercise, um, your diet, eating right, right? Eating right drinking the right kind of things, eating the right kind of things, um, um, exercising regularly. I know our daily schedules, our weekly schedules, work, family, all of these things are really difficult. It's very difficult to be able to keep up with um, a regular exercise routine, but find a way, find a way, find time to meditate in the Word of God. Joshua once said, "If if this book of the law shall not depart out of you. Find time. Prioritize it. You know, don't wait to have an emergency before we do these things. Meditate. Find times to to be quiet, to give your soul, your, your mind, rest, peace. Find times to put away the gadgets and put away all the things you know, you know, everything, things just keep going off, you know, that the TV is going off or alarms and phones and devices and find times to shut those things down and quieting your mind in the presence of God and meditate so that you can have soul peace. You can have soul peace. Amen. All of these things are just routine things, routine practices that every one of us should do to stay healthy. And I really want to talk about what the routine self-check practices should be in order to um, ensure that we are on the path of success. Where success is concerned, not in our physical body necessarily, but in our lives generally, there are a number of routine things that we should be engaged in routine practices. We should be engaged in to ensure that we are on the path of success. And, and those are some of the things that I'm trusting God to help us um, um, learn and grow around and study together um, from the Word of God. Hallelujah. I know recently we were talking a lot about the power of the covenant the power of the covenant. David said, God has made an everlasting covenant with me. We're talking about um, divine guidance being led by the Holy Spirit, uh, especially in our most recent service. And um, some of the things that we're going to talk about, there are five major areas that I have picked as we wind down this series of lessons. um, And some of them might be repetitive. You may have heard some of the things that I say um, that we will learn about over the next couple of weeks or so. You may have heard them before. You probably have heard about quite a, a number of them before. Actually, one of them, the very last um, one of the five practices of self-check or self-vital um, signs of success and routine checkups, um, is something that we devoted several weeks to talking about. So I'm not really going to take a lot of time to, to talk about that, but I'm still going to mention it. Um, just so that it is, it is something that we're constantly aware of. Um, but there are five questions that I um, I want to encourage you to ask yourself um, in this period, in this season, and on an ongoing basis. This, this is, these are five questions that I I personally. Um, like to ask myself, periodically, to ascertain that I'm on the path of success. Amen. And um, I'm going to read out or just mention these five questions up front, and then we'll get into beginning to study and talk about them um, in this service tonight. If you are Taking notes. You are someone who uh, takes notes from some of these lessons. I think it's very helpful, uh, even if you are able to go back and listen um, to the teaching again. Just taking notes that you can study by yourself is always very helpful. Amen. Uh, so um, I don't know who that was for. That was that was uh, something really strong right there in my spirit when I got there. This self-check thing medically, um, just being a bit more diligent where preventive health is concerned as opposed to um, allowing emergencies to occur just being a bit more diligent with your physical health Uh, I don't know who that is for but um, whoever that is wherever you are in the world I encourage you um, to do something about that pay attention to your physical well-being and to the routine things that you ought to do. Make sure, make sure you are checking. Just find the simple, easy ways to check things that need to be checked. Uh, make sure you are eating right, your diet is right um, and balanced and healthy. Make sure you are exercising. Find time in the midst of your busy schedule. Don't put it off. <laughs> and don't do it during Bible study time. Don't say, well, uh, Pastor, you said we should exercise, so I'm going I'm to do it 8 o'clock every Wednesday. No, that's the wrong time. <laughs> this is time to exercise in the Word of God. This is, and the Bible says that godly exercise is profitable unto all things. So prioritize this one, but also prioritize your, your physical exercise. Prioritize it. Put it on, on your schedule, whatever it is you do. On a regular, weekly basis. It doesn't have to be much, but do something regularly um, to keep yourself well, keep yourself healthy, keep yourself in shape. And then find time to meditate. Of course, meditate the Word of God and everything. Find time to be quiet, to exercise well-being in your soul, to exercise peace, peacefulness. You may never have heard that before. That is so important. Find time to be quiet. Find time to shut things down around you and just be quiet. Don't think about work. Don't think about the children, if you have children. Don't think about um, a business, if you have a business. Don't think about your career. Don't think about ministry, if you are in the ministry. Don't think about any. Just be quiet and exercise peacefulness for your soul and for your well-being. Your calendar, your daily routine should not be full from the moment you wake up all the way to when you hit the bed every day of the week, every week of the month. That will happen sometimes. We all have extremely busy seasons when we just go and go and go. And and sometimes um, it's not really within our control, right? But then intentionally, we ought to build time somewhere, find somewhere, so one of those weeks during the month, one of those days during the week, find some way to be quiet, to, to be chill, right? And practice and exercise peacefulness. That will do your soul a lot of good. You'll hear God clearer. Your, your, your creativity, ideas will flow better. And rest, rest of mind. And joy will flow out of peace and, and assurance of a good future. All of those things follow peacefulness. So I encourage you to do it. The Lord wanted me to, to go over that again tonight for the benefit of someone or some people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Five questions. Um, vital, the vital signs of success in our lives And five questions that help us do um, a qualitative self-check where success is concerned. Number one, am I 100% sure that I am in the will of God right now? Oh, that is so powerful. Am I 100% sure that I am in the will of God right now? People say, well, you can never be 100% sure. Yes, you can. And for that, I will read you a few scriptures. You can know for sure. Am I 100% certain? There's no point in in being uncertain where this is concerned. We cannot afford to be unsure. This is vital for success. So do a routine check. Am I 100% sure? That I am in the will of God for my life right now. Do I have God's timing right for what I am seeking to accomplish? So in addition to being sure that I am in the will of God, do I have God's timing right for the different things that I'm trying to do? Am I on time? Or am I behind? Or am I ahead? Am I on God's time, on God's clock? Extremely important. Number two, am I 100% certain that I am walking in love with everyone I know and I bear no unforgiveness toward anyone? Oh, this is so important. This is so important. I cannot even begin to tell you. We're going to go over that a little bit. All of this um, we wrote um, uh, in one of our publications several years ago. And um, and I'm going to read some of my notes from there as well as we go over and give you new additional material that the Holy Spirit has uh, opened my eyes to see. Um, But it's, it's just really difficult to explain how powerful the role that the love walk, walking in love with everyone, not with a few, not with some, not with many, but with everyone that you know the power of that in ensuring that we remain on the path of success. Am I 100% certain that I am walking in love with everyone I know and I bear no unforgiveness towards anyone? Number three, this is the third question. Am I 100% sure that I am flexible, malleable, and agreeable. Am I 100% sure that I am flexible, malleable, and agreeable? Am I convinced I am not rigid and unyielding in my ways? Self-check. Self-check. Am I convinced that I am not rigid and unyielding in my ways? That would stop us from being on the path of success Am I open? These are all under this third point. And the, 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 the broad heading is, am I 100% sure that I'm flexible, malleable, and agreeable? Some of the, 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 my desire, what I believe the Lord's put in my heart, the Holy Spirit's put in my heart in these last sessions as we wind down. It'd be more practical things. Um, it'd be more practical, more daily, more things that affect us every day. So, um, excuse me, I'm not going to get into too many deep theological things here, but just a lot of very practical, practical. Am I a hundred percent (laughs) sure that I am flexible, malleable, and agreeable? Am I convinced that I am not rigid and unyielding in my ways? Am I open to growing and exploring new ideas? Excuse me. Am I open to growing? Am I open to growing? Or do I feel satisfied with where I am? Am I open to new knowledge? New ideas. Am I open to new ways of doing the things that I'm doing or the things I'm seeking to do? Am I open or am I, am I too set in my ways to be willing to, to change? You know, relationships, this is probably one of the areas where, um, <coughs> where relationships um, either grow or die. A willingness to be open, a willingness to grow, a willingness to change, to explore, to receive new ideas, not, not not to be rigid, not to be not to be so set. This is the way it's gotta be, this is the way it's always been. This is the way it was in the beginning, you know, this is the way it is now, and this is the way it will forever be. <laughs> Am I open to growing? And am I open to exploring new ideas? Am I a team player? And do I celebrate my team above myself? Am I a team player? And do I celebrate my team above myself? I hope you are able to write down some of these things or go back and listen to, um, to, to this lesson. Is the collective success of my team more significant to me than my individual success is the collective success of my team. Whatever team God has placed me in, whatever team I am a part of is the collective success of my team, more significant to me than my individual success. Am I content... Am I content with the place God has given me on my team? Am I content with the place God has given me on my team? A lot of people would like to succeed at the head, at the top, but for everything we do in life, God really does expose us to success at lower levels because. You know the principle of the kingdom of God. If you don't succeed at a lower level, you can never succeed at the top, right? Uh, Joseph, if, if you don't learn to interpret and get other people's dreams right, you will never be able to interpret your own dream and get them right. So, am I content with the place that God has given me on my team? And then number four... Am I 100% committed to living the life of faith with no compromises or excuses? Am I 100% committed to living the life of faith with no compromises or excuses? And finally, number five, this is the one that we spent several weeks discussing during the course of our lessons. Am I 100% committed to standing and to keep advancing through the adversities of life? Am I 100% committed to standing and to keep advancing through the adversities of life? Have I burnt all of my bridges behind me? And am I completely sold out to my current undertakings? Have I burnt all my bridges behind me? Am I a one-track, one-direction, give-it-everything person? Or am I making room for failure? Like, if this doesn't succeed, I have this alternative. Am I completely sold out to my current undertakings without any double-mindedness or second thoughts? Listen, if your response to all of the above questions is capital yes, capital Y-E-S, then there is no doubt in my mind regarding your success in life as you practice all of the principles of guaranteed success that we have already learned together over the last several months. There is no question. If you can answer yes to all of these questions, these five major questions, there is no question, there is no doubt in my mind that you are bound to succeed in life. As you practice all of the things that we discussed for several months regarding guaranteed success. Did you get those five questions? Should I go over them again? Yeah? Somebody say yes? Okay, let's do it quick, quick. So we can get into the first one tonight before our time is up. Let's go over those questions again. Vital, vital signs. Of success in our lives doing a routine self-check to ensure we are on the path of success number one am I 100% sure that I am in the will of God right now where you are right now are you hundred percent sure you are in the will of God do I have God's timing right for what I am seeking to accomplish sometimes doing the right thing but at the right time um, just absolutely defeats our desire um, for success. Amen. Number two, am I 100% certain that I am walking in love with everyone I know and I bear no unforgiveness toward anyone? Am I 100% certain? You can be 100% certain. Amen. Number three, am I 100% sure that I am flexible malleable, and agreeable? (laughs) Am I convinced that I'm not rigid and unyielding in my ways? Am I open to growing and exploring new ideas? Am I open to change? Am I a team player? Team, team, T-E-A-M, team player. And do I celebrate my team above myself? That is the team that God has. All of us are called to be part of some team or the other, spiritually, uh, in your career, um, in your family, um, whatever. You are a part of a team. Am I a team player, and do I celebrate my team above myself? Is the collective success of my team more significant to me than my individual success? Or am I always just so focused on my own success? Am I content with the place that God has given me on my team? The place that God has given me on my current team? Am I content with it? Number four, am I 100% committed to living the life of faith with no compromises or excuses? 100% committed to living the life of faith with no compromises or excuses. Number five, am I 100% committed to standing, and to keep advancing through the adversities of life that I encounter? Have I burned all my bridges behind me? Am I completely sold out to my current undertakings without any double-mindedness or second thoughts? If I can answer yes, if I can answer in the affirmative to all of these five questions, no, no question in my mind, no question whatsoever, that if we practice all of the different things that we've discussed together over the last several months regarding guaranteed success, you will succeed in life. There is no question. Nothing can change that. You will succeed in life. You may look wherever you are right now, may not feel like you are much of a success. There is no question in my mind. You will succeed in life. So let's get into the first one um, before our time is gone tonight. Let's get into the very first one. Am I 100% sure that I am in the will of God right now? Do I have God's timing right for what I am seeking to accomplish? I know that um, in the last series of um, Last two weeks, um, last two to three services, we discussed very broadly the place of the covenant and the place of divine guidance, being led by the Holy Spirit, making sure we are following God's instructions. Amen. Remember that scripture we read in Isaiah chapter 48, glory to God, where the Lord said, uh, oh, oh, that you had... Oh, that you had listened. Oh, that you had followed my, my directions. It says, um, Isaiah chapter 48 and verse 18. Oh, that you are hearkened. Oh, well, of course, in verse, verse, um, let's read it from verse, verse 16. Isaiah 48. Come ye near unto me. Hear you this. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning, from the time that it was. There am, there, am I, and now the Lord God and His Spirit hath sent me. Thus saith the Lord, thy redeemer, the Holy One of Israel: I am the Lord thy God that teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. All oh, that you had hearkened to my commandments, then had thy peace been as a river, and thy righteousness. As the waves of the sea, the amplifier says. We read this in our last service. The amplifier says, Oh, that you had hearken to my commandment, then your peace and prosperity. Notice how peace and prosperity go hand in hand, they walk together. Then your peace and prosperity would have been like a flowing river, and your righteousness, the holiness and purity of the nation, like the abundant waves." Of the sea you cannot exclude peace from prosperity you can't extricate the place of peace from a prosperous life you can succeed you cannot have good success without having peace in your life right if you had listened to me he said then your peace and your prosperity would have been like would have been like a flowing river If you had listened to my commandments and my instructions. So so having peace, being in peace, being at peace is extremely important if we want to succeed. You can't succeed outside of peace. No human being can enjoy good success outside of peace. It is absolutely impossible. I know... I know we've all heard about, you know, people who are pursuing some career, some business, some ministry, and they, they throw everything away. They ditch everything else and cast, you know, throw their family aside, throw their relationships overboard, um, you, you know, and they're just so focused on succeeding in their business, in their career, in their ministry, right? They're just so focused. And um, unfortunately, they would never really succeed. Unfortunately. Because you cannot separate peace from success. And if they ever do succeed, and the world says, oh, there is success, they would never really enjoy good success. Good, good, the good success that God gives. Is just totally impossible without peace. Whatever you are doing, whether it's family, it's with marriage, whether it's um, whatever you are doing, wherever, whatever you are pursuing, if you don't have peace in your life, and if you are not living in peace, and you are not at peace, you would never really enjoy good success. That's why this self-check is so important. Hallelujah. That's why it's so important to check our health (laughs) physically. You can't succeed in your health without routine self-check. You can't succeed in career. You can't succeed In your ministry, you can't succeed in your family without a routine. You cannot succeed without being at peace. You cannot succeed without having peace in your life. You have to have peace. (laughs) I found that out a long time ago. Years and years ago. And I made a qualitative decision. I must have peace. I will not have peace through strife. I will not have peace through fighting. I will not have peace through trying to have my way. I will not have peace through trying to break everything around me so I can advance. But I will do everything within my own ability to have peace. Wow, what a blessing how that has served me so well. Peace is one one of my first aspirations in every area of my life. I have to have peace because I found that everything flows out of peace. Everything flows out of peace. Well, being in the will of God. Glory to God. Being in the will of God. Being 100% sure that you are in the will of God. Being in the right time with God. Being in the right place with God. Walking in the center of the will of God. At each point in time in your life is one of the greatest channels through which God gives us peace. Amen. Amen. So, as we discuss some of these things, and I know I'm going to close very soon tonight, but as we discuss some of these things, um... I want this to be as strong in your spirit as it is in mine. Somebody said, can we really know? Can I know? Can, you said, am I 100% sure that I'm in the will of God? Can I really be 100% sure? Can I know that I know that I know that I'm in the will of God and I'm in God's timing? And Can I know? Yes, you can know. You can be a 100% certain. And somebody said, but you can never be, yes, you can be 100% certain. You can know that you know that you know. And if there is any error, if there's any margin of error that you cannot absolutely guarantee, yes, I am in the will of God, I'm pursuing what God wants me to pursue right now, I'm in the right place at the right time. If there's any margin of error, and that margin of error is not within your knowledge, then don't worry about it. It does not matter. It's insignificant. It's absolutely insignificant. If as long as it depends on you, you know that you know that you know you are in the will of God. You are doing what God wants you to do. You are in the right place at the right time. What you are pursuing, what you are seeking to accomplish, this is, this is the right time for it. This is what God wants me to do right now. If there is a margin of error, that human limitation where people say, well, you cannot be 100% certain, all right, because of our, our human imperfections, if there's that margin of error, whatever that margin of error is, don't worry, it is absolutely insignificant. You are good. Let's read a couple of scriptures here. Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11, Jeremiah chapter 29, glory to God, popular scripture, Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11. It took me so long to lay this foundation for this last set of things Um that I know I'm, I'm pretty much out of time. I've got to wrap up and close in the next minute or two. But um let's Let's read at least a couple more scriptures before we do that tonight. And I'm thankful to God for the opportunity to do that, um, to lay that foundation. So important, so absolutely important. Glory to God. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Look at the easy-to-read version. The easy-to-read version says, I say this because I know the plans. Well, let's start from the King James The King James says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. I know. God said, I know. So if God knows and God has certain knowledge regarding your future and your well-being, you can have that same knowledge. The Lord can share that knowledge with you. He said, I know the plans that I have for you. This is in God's word. I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. They are plans for peace and not for disaster. Plans to give you a future filled with hope. Hallelujah. The Amplified. For I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for your welfare and peace and not for evil to give you hope in your final outcome. The message, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. Glory to God, I love it. The easy to read, let's read, let's read that easy to read version. The easy to read version, and then we'll read the contemporary English version as well. The easy to read version says, I say this because I know the plans that I have for you. This message is from the Lord. I have good plans for you. I don't plan to hurt you. I plan to give you hope and a good future. That's God speaking to you. I don't plan to hurt you. I plan to give you hope. And a good future. There are a lot of people who don't even know this for sure. If God says, I know, I don't plan to hurt you. I plan to give you hope and a good future. You can have that knowledge too. You can know, you can know that that's the plan of God for you. There are a lot of people who think, well, I I don't know, maybe God, you know, God is trying to, you know, do some things in my life and God is trying to hurt me. You know, God is trying to make me fail. God is trying to, he's trying to punish me. <laughs> God, is, God is trying to... No, he's not the God who punishes. He's, he's, you are a child of God. You are in covenant with God. And, and yes, the Lord will correct us. And the Lord will, if we are... If we get off track, the Lord will, in love, try to bring us back. But God is not, no, he's a good God. He's not trying to hurt us. He's not trying to steal. He's not trying to destroy us. No, he's the one who came to give us life in abundance. Remember John chapter 10 verse 10? Jesus said, the thief comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. But I came that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. That's, that's, he's the one who gives life and gives it more abundantly. Let's read one last version here before we close tonight. Contemporary English version. I will bless you with a future filled with hope, a future of success, not of suffering. I will bless you with a future filled with hope, a future of success, not of suffering. You can know that you know that you know that you are in the will of God and you can know that you know that you know that God's plans for your life are being worked out because you get that knowledge from him. You can know that you know that you know. Do you know that you have a future filled with hope? Do you know that you will end up in the right place? Yes, you can know that because you can get that knowledge from the Lord. Hallelujah. I want us to close out tonight. Let's go ahead and thank God for the good future that he has planned for us. Father, we honor you tonight. We give you praise for your word. Thank you for your mighty presence. Thank you, Father God, for filling us with instructions tonight out of your word. Thank you, God, for speaking to us directly through the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for the thoughts that you think towards us. They are thoughts of good. You said you know those thoughts. You have those plans and you know those plans. And we can know them too. And tonight we know them. That we have a good future. We have a good future ahead of us. We know that you have a good plan for our lives. and We can walk in the plan that you have for our lives. We can be at peace in that plan, and we can fulfill the will of God and enjoy good success. I pray the blessings of heaven on everyone under the sound of my voice tonight. Father, I give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining us tonight, saints. Glory to God, what a blessed service. Practical, day-to-day things we can work with immediately. Start working on it, start working with it. If you've already been working on it before now, great, congratulations. Go back and do it again and again and again. Take those five things before our next service. Ask yourself those questions again and again. Make sure you can answer yes. Make sure you can answer in the affirmative. If you are not able to, then begin to make tweaks and adjustments and you will have good success. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I look forward to seeing you again same time next week. God bless you. Good night.